0: Welcome to BimmerCast number 69. It is March 3rd, 2013. We are on the eve of the Geneva Auto Show, and we're here to talk about BMWs. Go figure. Uh, Lots to talk about, obviously. M3, M4, M235. We're going to talk about the i3. Uh, Of course, uh, all sorts of new cars coming um, throughout the year. We're going to touch on what to expect, just generally from BMW, over the next 12 months. Stay tuned. back michael how's it going
1: gabe it's it's going
0: and you uh going well going well it's uh i'm i'm looking out over my garage and i see a very frigid 1m with the garage door up just dying to get out and of course there's still plenty of snow on the ground here in chicago um however the streets are are, are completely dry so I'm, I'm wondering if i can sneak it out for a quick quick trot around the block
1: Oh, that's always fun on, on PS twos, I hope not.
0: Oh, of course.
1: And it's you know, it's
0: nice and it's amazing how much uh slip angle the MDM mode on that car will allow. I mean you will literally be able to drift it around a corner. In this they, temperature.
1: They did make it fun. There's no <laughs> doubt about that.
0: Um Yeah, it's actually kind of scary because I I the first time it happened I looked down and I realized it was uh it was still on and I couldn't believe how sideways I got it. In fact, the last time I drove it, it was a similar conditions. I, um, I got it so sideways with MDM mode on that. The, I think it went into for a split second, some sort of mode where the radio turns off. It assumed <laughs> the there oh was because it assumed there was an impact about to happen. <laughs> there was none. Of <laughs> course it was just, you know, it was an empty road and yada, yada, but it shut off. <laughs> and, just, and it's funny too, because it was that, it was that was the exact moment when I also went, Oh shit. <coughs> <and> thought, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really letting me have fun here. I was kind of shocked.
1: Um, that's the uh, I drive puckered up mode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I think that's exactly what it did. But it's interesting though that it allows for it a, and then and then b. You know, we're so accustomed to, I'm so accustomed to using MDM on that car. I never turn it off. I never ever turn it off. And in fact, I don't think I've had it off yet, except for once in a parking lot, just because that car likes to swap ends so quickly um
1: yeah it definitely, it definitely is tail out happiness
0: yeah but and and, and that and, and mdm mode is so liberal in that car that you can have a ton of fun i mean i've drifted it at a, a very high rate of speed around a sweeper and couldn't believe it anyway um that's that's what's my <laughs> that's that's my agenda for the rest of the day um obviously michael you've got something much more exciting in, in the next few days
1: yeah, I'm 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 embarking on my eight hundred kilometer trip to Geneva over the Alps through the snow. Should that, be a good time.
0: That is awesome. I mean Geneva I have never been. I had a chance to go a couple of years ago and I'm still kicking myself for not making it because I'm told it's it's this tiny little thing. It's this tiny little building with every major automaker basically debuting things simultaneously every fifteen
1: minutes. Yeah, the schedule is pretty nonstop and, and yeah, it, it's going to be an action-packed day of BMW, Mini, and to be honest with you, Gabe, there's a, there's a couple things that are kind of uh, interesting to me. It's the Coros brand, you know, from our from oh, yeah. a buddy of ours. Yeah, you know, absolutely.
0: Gert Hildebrand is, uh, is the designer um, leading that brand. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's China, but it's actually based out of Munich. So I'm intrigued by this whole Chinese Munich connection thing. And I just check it out.
0: It's not just him, but um, they have a uh, a, a really whole load a whole of people from VW. Yeah, right? yeah, a group, a big group from from VW Group that have. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's an opportunity to start new uh, and start with a lot of money, obviously, and a completely new brand uh, for a lot of these folks. And like you said, they're being it's being engineered and designed a lot of it in in Munich designed all in Munich um and gert is uh you know old old um time like i mean i don't mean that in a bad way he's a his awesome uh, guy awesome designer he is an incredible leader um he has tons of experience and it was a, it was a big it's a big coup for them to to grab him um of course he was at mini most recently he headed vw design for a very long time uh, i don't know if he headed it but he was certainly on the higher higher end of that and um, it's it is interesting because you look at their I think it's a, a I don't know what the name of it in fact they may have to change the name because it's like Q83 or something Q3 and uh, I'm sure Audi will have something to do with the final name there but it looks a lot like uh, it's a sort of a mix between a three series and something else like, and, and like a sort of a VW esque type of vehicle but it's it's unique though at the same time
1: absolutely yeah it should be pretty interesting I'm I'm looking forward to that and. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, My my, uh, big excitement, I think, is going to be seeing the i3 with the range extender for the first time. Um, Because I don't even know if I've told you, Gabe, but I actually pulled the plug, literally, on my M135i.
0: I I heard that you were thinking about it i was thinking about pulling yeah. the plug, and it sounds it sounds like it's, it's it's definitely not happening. So, you are in the market for another car, and I'm I'm guessing that you are actually looking at this little guy.
1: I'm actually looking at this little guy because you know I woke up one day and I said to myself, "Self, why do you need an M135i? Yeah, it's fun, it's a good time, but um, you could buy something called a dedicated track car.
0: There so,
1: so I think we're going to go that route and probably get one of these range extenders um, because the more I look at this, the performance is actually on par with an E30 M3. And all the weight is on the bottom.
0: Yeah. it's amazing because it's, you're right, it's not a light car, but where the weight is, is exactly where you want it, bottom and center.
1: Yeah. I think it roughly is a 1,250 kilos and the, e30 m3 off the top
0: of my head i think was about 100 kilos more than that mm-hmm. so, so it's a little lighter so let's talk about the range extender really quick on the on the i3 and we, we've we've detailed it on the site um but we haven't gone into details i guess it's, it's a small two-cylinder
1: yeah it's from their
0: 650 bike basically mm-hmm. and what it and, does is it doesn't actually power the wheels ever it basically just kicks in when you're at Zero battery, and you need to go a little bit further, right? And it, then it generates the uh, it generates power.
1: Yeah, essentially, you know that's what Fisker has attempted to do with theirs. I believe it, because their their engine never that's right any, can direct connect to the wheels. However, the Volt does in certain situations power the wheels. That, All that
0: crap. I, that is aside. that is my understanding as well.
1: <coughs> but the, <coughs> excuse me the the BMW system solely will be used as a generator, and um, you know it's also going to be low low slung weight, mm-hmm. and you know it's it should get you about three hundred miles, I think.
0: In total, that's interesting. In total, in total, yeah, yeah, in total. yeah. So that's it's it's. It's a cool car. I mean, I, I, um, I've I seen it, obviously, a few times. I know you have two, Michael. The, the one I really am intrigued by is the coupe, that two-door. Um, just from a look standpoint, kind of shocking, but it's really attractive.
1: Yeah, it's totally different. I mean, that's the whole other thing, too. It's like we're at this point in time where everything is just changing, and it's like do you want to be, you know, still carrying around a brick cell phone or are you going to have mm-hmm. a, you know an iphone that's 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 the way i'm feeling around yeah yeah. i think that's fair i think that's interesting
0: so let's talk a little bit about what else is coming to geneva before we dive into some of these other topics i mean we had talked early on that the m3 and m3 concept would would show up in geneva and it's it's kind of not looking like it's the case anymore
1: i mean from what i've heard the car is pretty much done it's you know, it's, it's run its course, it's out of racing now, so there's no reason for the M3D being really in existence, if you think about it. The DTM car is actually based on FA pretty much. That's so why the lights are different and really didn't look like the E90 car. Um, and BMW North America has retired the M3 from mm-hmm. racing, and we have the Z4 GTE taking over in mm-hmm. that guy. So, I mean, the the M3 has pretty much run its course. So one would think that they would introduce the car at the at this point in time, but yeah. it's not.
0: Well, so from my understanding, we've got... Um... We've got two different cars here: the M3, of course, being the four door, and the M4 being the four door. And they've undergone uh, development at pretty much the same time. So if you if you think back and look at you know think back at all these spy photos you've seen of both cars, they haven't really been that far apart as far as when the cladding starts to come off, when they look like they're being a little bit closer to being finished. And it's I think what BMW has done is 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 they're going to launch the M3. And then very shortly after, maybe launch the M4, almost right around the same time that the 4 Series is launched.
1: Yeah, that, that's what it seems like, honestly, because the car is so far in, in development. I mean, the, the engines, obviously we've been discussing mm-hmm. this for a long time, is based on the N55. You know, the turbo is about the same horsepower output as what we currently have in the V8. 415
0: uh, is the uh, is the number that we've heard.
1: Yes, so you know I'm very excited for this car. I truly am. I just think it's going to be honestly out of my uh, my price point where I'm looking right now for for a car. <laughs> things here are a bit more expensive than in the U.S. We'll just go with like that.
0: Well, it's, so it's interesting. So let's talk a little bit about what we know on the on the M the M3 and the M4. I mean, we um, we unearthed uh, quite a bit of details on it, and I think one of the things that looks interesting is it's got the same horsepower but dramatically more torque, so a peak torque of just under 400 foot-pounds, which is 100 more than the previous M3. And so you can just imagine, A, that's going to create faster 0 to 60 times, but it's going to make the car much more, I mean, this term is really vague, but I'll use it anyway, much more drivable. You know, it's much more power in that mid-range, which allows for instantaneous response from 30 to 80.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know what, Gabe? It's going to make people in the U.S., enjoy the m3 more just like the one m did i mean it gives you that instant rush of power and you don't have to string the damn thing out on the streets which you really can't do anyway
0: well it's, so it's interesting though i i um i recently was talking to a good friend of mine and we talked i, I gave him some details on on the next m, m4 because he was in the market for an m3 and he after hearing everything and it was it's, everything's on the website of course he at, went out and promptly bought an m3 um last weekend and uh you know i think i think that's that's going to be uh we're going to hear a lot more about that kind of thought you know that 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 opinion that okay so i get that it's going to be faster but the the purity of the four liter v8 and michael you know this better than i do um the purity of that is just something that we'll never see again naturally aspirated high red line it's just not going to be there and so then you know, you look at other key differences, uh, maybe a little bit lighter, sure. I'm sure it's going to be faster, better electronics, et cetera, better MDM mode. It's probably going to have the same DCT. Um, so there's, there's some great positives with this car, but at the same time, you look at where they're going with this, and you can't help but think that, and li- not unlike the E46, mind you, um, that the E90, E92, M3 is just going to be a special car for a very long time
1: i couldn't agree with what you said anymore to be honest with you um yeah this whole this whole switching over technology invading um m cars and and all that it's one of those situations i think where where i don't really know how they can get better anymore Mm -hmm. you know you get to a point where you're almost just making things better and bigger you know if you look Mm -hmm. at this Know, F80 is going to be the same size as basically an E60 M5 was. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and and uh, the the one thing that really struck me was the new E. I'm sorry, the new um, C63, the new Mercedes AMG. C, uh, no, E63. I'm, I apologize. So the E63 has always been rear wheel drive, as have all AMG models. With the new revised E63, they've introduced Formatic, which is their all wheel drive system, to the um e63 and that has resulted in zero to 60 times of if i remember a hair over three and a half seconds yeah three and a half yeah. seconds yeah. And, yeah. and and so you know i think c- clearly automakers if if you want to play that game they can do that i mean add all-wheel drive to the m3 they make it faster etc um not a problem at all uh, you know and i think to your point um that's that's all going to be happening and cars are going to be going a lot faster but are they going to be really as pure you know who knows
1: yeah and and, i mean i think that's see i this is going to get me all flustered because i had the opportunity to buy a crt over here it was actually crt number one and not a cheap car um and i was looking at it more from an investment standpoint because that car CRT um, is pretty much, I think, where the pinnacle of the entire M3 family ever will be. Mm-hmm. From a driving standpoint, from ideal weight standpoint, from size standpoint, because going forward, it's only going to get bigger. Um, you know, but, it, but probably it, lighter though. That's that's the trick. Yeah, I mean, I think the F80 is probably going to mm-hmm. be the same weight as the CRT. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're also not going to have the V8. I mean, no, it's true. I, I don't know. I keep I keep going back and forth with this, and it's difficult and it's
0: because a- you you look at what Porsche just did with the Cayman, and you 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 just you just devalued the Cayman R because you have yeah. got a new Cayman S, just a standard Cayman S that's a hair less power, a ba- barely any more weight. It's now lighter weight than the previous Cayman S. It you know, sure it has a touch less steering sensitivity, but everything else about it is so much better that it's hard to you know it's like it's it, it it's very difficult to to make the case you know when you look at it objectively but i, I agree with you michael I agree that the c r t to me is is that ultimate m three
1: we shall see gabe i'm I'm very excited for I a d I don't want to put it down I don't want to put the new m three down at all or the m four for the fact of the matter because honestly. They surprised the hell out of me with the, with the M5. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the M5 was going to be nearly the car it is, and that thing is just unbelievable. So mm-hmm. I mean, if they can even put half of that, you know, mm-hmm. change my mind halfway, and we both can agree that the M6 is just like a complete revelation. It for really is for that for that um,
0: for that model. And I think also you think about who was at the helm of M when the M3 and M4 were developed. Um, created and developed, of course, and that was Kai Sigler, who was the guy behind the 1M. Um, his stamp was maybe a little bit on the M5 and M6, but you know he was he was really there for that 1M gestation and that M3 gestation. So you know, do, you know, does the M3 M4 become a little bit more brash um, at the touch of a button than it used to be? Um, you know, there's going to be things like this lap timer, which is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, which is really cool because. Um we, we we were able to participate in a focus group a while ago when this car was in its early development. And that was one of the things that we had brought up that would be really cool if there was some form of lap timer. You know, you could take it to the track and, and set it up and, and, and go with it so you can actually compare your lap times, mm-hmm. you know, on the iDrive. You get this big ass screen there. So when I use it, mm-hmm. absolutely. Very, so, very cool. So
0: <laughs> we should talk a little bit about the uh, kind of the baby version of the M3M4 um and that's the highly anticipated M235i um uh, of course the 2 series is going to take the place of the 1 series uh very very similar size weight etc <coughs> it will be called the 2 series and not unlike the 135i which is the um M massaged 1 series hatchback we're going to see an M massaged 2 series and it may only be, in fact, it may be the only N55-based 2-series sold in America, just as, as an aside.
1: Well, that's, you know, the thing is, is if you look back at the U.S. spec um, 135i, mm-hmm. that car was actually, never got badged it, but it was actually internally coded as the 135i-S.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's so yeah. interesting to now see an IS version of that car running around.
1: Yes, so if if you think of it in that terms, I mean, it was launched solely with one purpose in mind of being a high performance rear wheel drive little coupe, and the M two thirty five i is basically just picking up right there, same same that channel.
0: Right, yeah. right. So it's interesting because at the time, I remember going in that well, one thirty, that one series launch, the one thirty five i launch, and they made a big deal about that car having an M Sport body kit having a lip spoiler, you know, when you ordered the sport package, very oddly it had an M sport wheel um and then it had what what was termed as an M tuned suspension. And of course, as you and I know, the 135 can be a bit of a pig and can wallow like a pig as well um on on some uh on some tracks and and roads and it wasn't a disappointment at all, but it certainly didn't feel like M had a heavy hand in that car, whereas Michael, as you know the the m one thirty five oh, is a bit of a revelation
1: yeah, no it's completely night and day difference. I mean they went about it the whole way and the other the other big thing going forward now, and we need to really just sit back and and think about is that mm-hmm. chassis are now designed neutral because all the cars in basically every market in the world now requires electronics to kick in and do stuff. So they don't have to make it understeer at the chassis level. They'll make it understeer at the electronics level.
0: Which is a, a, a fantastic difference. So I mean, the 135 famously understeered at the chassis level all day long.
1: Even um, with the um, staggered, wider tires up mm, front.
0: Which uh, yeah, which, well, I mean, actually that probably hurt made it your worse head. though, right? It hurts, it hurts your head. Yeah, well, it was all. It was interesting. I mean, a, a friend of mine has a 128, and it's a major frustration for him. And 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 of course, with the, I mean, M had to quite literally fit an M3 subframe and suspension underneath the the one series to create the one M, so it would actually turn uh, and, and be balanced. Yeah, that's
1: that's what they really needed to do. I mean, it came down to that. They couldn't do anything <laughs> else. So. Um Interesting
0: in fact, but right. so the M two thirty five sounds awesome to me.
1: It, it sounds great. It's <laughs> going to be it's going to be a coupe for the U S. It's also going to be a convertible. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. But the other, I guess we'll we'll talk about it. I, I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> Three Series Gran Turismo is is debuting in two days. Oh boy, I still don't know how I feel about this. And, and honestly. I like the whole concept of these things because I like wagons and I like that it's got a little bit sportier roof line, hmm. but this damn thing is so tall. It's so tall. Yeah. It's like an X six. Oh
0: uh, yeah. That's that's not you know, it's it's a big it's
1: a it big looks, big thing. It's bigger than a five series. I mean, basically, it's a five-series long wheelbase from China with a coupe-like roofline. I mean, that's where I'm going with this. I I, I don't know what I, I don't know how I feel about it until I see it in real life. I have seen <clears throat> seen some with camo running around with swirlies, and it's a very large vehicle. It is almost a seven-series, I think, in size.
0: You know, it's interesting. I mean, I, I still have, I've yet to obviously see it, and, and and you'll see it in person. I think the problem I have with it is, and I hate to have it come down to this, but it's just awkward. It looks just a little awkward in the way it's so high in the back. And so I'm used to seeing wagons or sedans or even crossovers, and I'm used to seeing a certain shape, you know, And, and this is a new shape. So to my eyes, it's simply put awkward.
1: You know, I think that's a good way of looking at it. It's a new shape, and I'm just not sure what to do with it inside my brain
0: Mm -hmm. yeah uh it's i I mean i don't know what else to say you know it'll be interesting i think um bmw na has they have some expectations for that car to sell um when you talk to them about the wagon the three series wagon in the u.s they have zero expectations they they don't they don't really have much at all um so that's it's telling, you know. It's telling about the marketplace. It's telling about what people want, I suppose.
1: The Gran Turismo looks better with the M Sport kit. I'll mm. give it that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, what else? What else do we
0: have coming up here? I mean, we've got the five series LCI, which was spied a little bit ago. Which surprise, surprise, has got square or squircle headlights, if you will.
1: It will also have the lines, so you're going to have yes. luxury line, modern line, sport line
0: um, we've got the four series coming up we've talked a little bit about that um, that's going to have the N20 and the n55 engine will not debut with a new six cylinder, uh, surprisingly, and it does look gorgeous: It does and then I mean, we really have of course the the wagon debut in the United States we've got um, you know the first reports of the g series seven series um hitting the uh, test uh, the test circuit so to speak ahead of its 2015 launch i mean that's that's going to be how you're going to be seeing some spy shots of that throughout the year and then the big one in my mind is the x5 because it's such a huge volume uh sells in such huge volume for so many markets that will be happening later this year
1: the x5 is is going to be interesting um I'm really confused by it. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you're to believe that the spy shots and the leaks and all that are actually <clears throat> spy shots and leaks, it's right. a little confusing to me. Um, I agree. It, it, it doesn't seem to fit the current mold of you know where BMW is going with things. I understand that the headlights and all that, similar to the three series, but then you end up with all this other. Weird flow lines. I don't. I don't know. I'm not You know. You know how I am, Gabe. I'm more about like function than over form. But something with the form of this thing just doesn't scream continuity with me. I don't know.
0: It is a little. Yeah. I. I I definitely agree. It's a little odd. Um. But we'll see. You know. We only have two photos. They were leaked. And are they real? Are they not? We think they are. But you never know. So uh, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. I mean, you're going to see a car that's probably bigger, it's probably lighter, Um, it's more efficient, it's going to have, you know, probably a gorgeous interior, and they're going to sell by the bucket load.
1: Yeah, especially with the new diesel. Right, right,
0: and that's something else that, of course, we've talked about it quite a bit, (coughs) but uh, the new diesel in the United States is going to be interesting. We've seen 35D badging um, in a couple different places, so I suspect we'll be seeing similar power and torque but more efficiency.
1: Yes, and that just leads <coughs> me to the one more comment on the diesels in the U.S. I'm confused Gabe, by the badging choices that they're going to make. So what what have you? I mean, so it,
0: we've talked about this. I mean, is it going to be a three hundred and twenty D? Is it going to be a three hundred and twenty-eight D? Is it going to be a three hundred and
1: thirty D? I've I've seen that it's going to be a twenty-eight D.
0: That's what I was suspecting, and that's what they just did in, in Canada as well with that same engine. So you've got a twenty-eight D, which is really a twenty D, which is really a twenty D, which is. I mean, it, I think they did that because twenty-eight is almost almost they almost look at the num the the sort of the numerals as price indicators, as well I, as performance. I, I, that's,
1: that seems to be what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: because I would suspect that you are looking at a price on the twenty-eight th- D, r- right around a hair more than the twenty-eight I.
1: I would think so, and they'll probably package it. You know, with a couple added doohickeys you right know, here, in, in, and
0: it'll have lines and it'll be it won't be like the 320, it'll be like a 28i, you know, as far as option packages, etc.
1: Yeah, they probably couldn't, you're probably right, that's probably exactly what it is. It's just, um, it's a 20D with the blue performance system, really, it's
0: a little urea tank somewhere little, in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's interesting. I mean, I have a 120D, so that engine I have is basically mm-hmm. going to be the same engine that they. Have brought will bring to the u.s and it's fantastic mm-hmm. i mean it's fun and all that and uh, i get about 50 miles to the gallon in the thing and Jeez. it's still a hoot it really truly is I yeah mean, it sounds like a diesel it runs like a diesel it's a diesel but yeah
0: it and i think that the problem that i will have i mean let's just say like i'm in the market for you know a three series low 40s few options here and there Am I gonna get a lot out of that three twenty eight D as far as MPG when I've got a three twenty eight I that is such a fast car and it and it's got such great BMW attributes as far as the engine goes, am I gonna wanna give those up? It already gets decent
1: MPG. Yeah, and that's gonna be the, the big the big question. Yeah, Honestly, and I think is 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 the fifteen percent fuel savings worth the <clears> twenty percent <throat> yeah. lack of performance. We shall see.
0: Um, so with that said, I mean I think we just ended the Bimmer, the Bimmercast in record time. Um, I think that's I think that's everything we had on our plate today. Yeah, I'm, uh,
1: I'm, it's because I'm drinking water tonight. I think. Yeah,
0: I think so. I'm I'm having <laughs> coffee here. Um, but we'll try to get back together uh, in a little bit uh, a little bit quicker this time. Of course, we've got Geneva that we're going to have to recap that'll be going on this week, and the New York Auto Show. Of course, we're going to be covering that and uh finally off into the summer with different car launches etc so we will uh we'll certainly be back to talk about that in the meantime of course beamerfile.com every day every hour it's always there um and if you have any questions comments concerns suggestions for future shows give us a shout in the content or in the i should i should say in the contact section of uh of beamerfile.com otherwise until next time this is gabe cheers And Michael
1: Prost.